Good morning and welcome to the fifth episode of Seablue Smart, the video series where we talk about key topics from the world of sales and marketing and invite special guests to join us. So this morning we are joined by Caroline. Caroline Dennington is an analyst relations specialist and Caroline, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, good morning and thank you for inviting me today, Helen. Um, so as you said, Caroline Dennington, um, I have been in the industry now for probably over 20 years actually um, looking after analyst relations. Um, I started off um, in agency life and then I came in-house to um, ben the vendor world. I worked for vendors um, at a regional EMEA level and also at a global level looking after their analyst relations programs. And then about five years ago, um, I decided uh, to branch out on my own and I now run Denton AR and have a, a number of clients. Again, slightly varied backgrounds. Um, some are large corporates, um, some are smaller startups. So yeah, it's a, a busy life and an interesting life. Super. Well, thank you very much for joining us today, Caroline. I'm excited to talk to you. And um, for those of you who don't know me personally, I am Helen Brown. I'm co-founder and director of Seablue Marketing. We are a tech sector specialist marketing consultancy. So on to today's episode. Now, one question that has come up time and time again to me from CEOs and founders of scaling tech businesses that I talk to is or are analysts. Who are they? What do they do? How can I access them? And I thought, actually, let's let's ask the experts. So probably a logical place to start is with um, the objective, which is is always the best place to start when looking at anything new. So Caroline, um, when it comes to analysts, what can they typically help a business with? Yeah, okay. So there's there are different types of analysts and we can go into that in a little bit more detail um, later on. But you know, typically an analyst is engaged um, with a vendor to help them validate their processes. Now that could be their product strategy, it could be their messaging, um, it could be their sales strategy. Um, it could even be their partner um, ecosystem. You know, there are very good analysts out there who can specialize across all of those disciplines. But ultimately, you know, the, the analysts are there as a source of insight, um, guidance and trust um, to help a vendor bring their, their business, um, you know, grow their business, um, grow their product set and get to the buyer. You know, that's really what the analyst understands. They understand the markets. They understand the trends that are happening out there and they understand the buyer's needs and their objectives. So most organizations would look to an analyst firm to help them in some capacity um, along those lines that I've just outlined. Okay, so, so where you've got an internal team, for example, a product specialist, and we all know from running our own businesses that when you're running work yourself, you, you can be very internal focused. So what I've, I've understood from you is actually talking to an analyst is about really reflecting very deeply on what what that business means to the wider market and ha how they position themselves. Certainly, I think, you know, you're right, you know, and I've been in-house myself and, and sometimes you think, you know, your baby is the, the prettiest thing out there. Um, so to get that validation and, you know, and it's a credible source as well of validation. That's the one thing about the analysts. They do their research. They understand, you know, what is happening. They are um, highly educated. Um, they've also been in the end user environment, the majority of them. 
And so that adds actually to their skill set and their credibility. You know, they, they've been there, they've probably used the products um, of a lot of vendors out there. So they know how things really do work. And I think, you know, when it comes to the buyer, um, you know, looking at some of the statistics just for this year, and certainly since, unfortunately, the pandemic, buyers have actually engaged the analysts probably over 50% more um, than they were previously before COVID came along. So the analysts are engaging daily, um, you know, their inquiries are going up. Um, I've heard stats floated between 25% and 75% in terms of um, end user engagement. So they really do understand what is going on out there in the market. And that's the sort of information the vendor needs to glean out of the analyst to guide them. That's really interesting. So, because I guess people understand um, like a PR campaign pretty well. Uh, yeah. If someone said, okay, I need more to generate more awareness, get me some more coverage, they would know what it meant to say, let's go and do a PR campaign to help deliver that objective. So if we think then about someone who says, yep, absolutely, that is my objective. I really want to find the right um, person or group of analysts that can help support, help me understand how I'm positioned, my strengths, weaknesses, and everything else. What would a typical analyst relations program look like, or are there different kinds? Yeah, there are different kinds. And I think, you know, to your point, it's it's the objective of the organisation. That's really fundamentally the first thing that you need to look at. And where I mentioned, you know, there are different analyst firms out there. There are a whole sort of range of organisations that you can work with. So, you know, everybody knows Gartner and Forrester and IDC, some of the larger organisations. And they are very good when it comes to um, end user engagement. So, you know, you can assess an analyst firm on really where they get their revenue. So for the larger organisations such as Gartner, they write for the end user because that's where the majority of their revenue does come from. Whereas other organisations may be more market research driven. There are specialist boutique analyst firms out there. So say if you're an organisation in the financial services sector, you may want to go for one of these firms, even though some of the larger firms absolutely do have analysts that focus in that area. But it, it could be that they have a better handle or a better relationship with some of the banks, um, be it in Europe or the US, depending on where you want to focus. So there isn't sort of a, a one size fits all. Um, it is really, you know, you, you need to look at the programme from day one and think to yourself, what is our objective? What is it, is it that we want to achieve? Do we want analyst mindshare or media mindshare? Because a lot of the analysts do talk to the media. Do we want, and so do we want to elevate our brand? Um, do we want to get into um, certain research documents, um, you know, where we may be our top right um, and our product set um, is really the, the key focus? Um, do we want to improve our website? Um, you know, and there are many analysts out there who are very credible on the go-to-market side and can really help with your messaging and structure. Um, educate salespeople on the language of the buyer. So, you know, there isn't, when, when you put together a program, you have to look at all of these elements and the AR program absolutely has to align to the company objectives because if you don't align, then you could go off on a completely different track to where the company is going. And also you can't measure effectively. So from day one, when the analyst program is put into place, there should be very clear um, KPIs and measurements um, put in place, and then you can um, analyze that on a 
whether it's a bi-weekly or monthly or quarterly basis, to see whether you are hitting those targets. And if you're not, then at least you can, can readjust. Um, I think the other thing as well to say is it's not always about the analyst firm. It's sometimes about the analyst. Um, and that can make a huge difference. You know, that again, there's all sorts of analysts out there. Independent analysts um, can sometimes be great for you because you know that they, they may have again really good connections into some of the media. Um, they may have been an analyst themselves before, and so they understand the methodology and the processes um, of the larger organizations. Um, or they may be very prolific bloggers. Um, and experts on social media. So when you start to put that program together, you need to sort of take all of these aspects into consideration. And then once you have your analyst set, as I call it, so your, your group of analysts who you believe are going to be the ones to support you, then you can move forward. And I think, you know, the one thing that we look at in analyst relations is the buy side and the sell side. So those analysts that are influencing the buyer and then the analysts that are supporting the vendors um, for their mind share. And so having that as well in the back of your mind and understanding which analysts do what, then you can start to look at what it is that you need to achieve. I think the final thing I want to say on that as well, just because I, I get asked it a lot actually, is analysts are not journalists. Um, you know, and I think there is there are some similarities, but an analyst, the structure of their day, the structure of the way they do their research is very different to how a journalist um, would conduct an interview. And so for anybody who is thinking, um, if I go and brief some analysts, I will get lots of coverage. That's an expectation that needs to be set very, very quickly. And, and that's not the way that it works. That's really that's interesting. Really interesting. What I take what I from take that, from that, that Sorry, every sorry, time I talk, I'm talking. Yeah, I know, you process it all so the I'm, time, I'm, yeah, I'm, which is why sometimes I, I think I'm in my head and have almost two conversations going. <laughs> Brilliant. It, it's just to just be integrated as part of your overall marketing plan in the same way that you look at your objectives. Is it demand generation? Is it leads? Is it awareness? How would you go about meeting those objectives? It's, it's another angle on that. It's another resource, another channel for you to consider when thinking about what you want to achieve and the different ways that you might go about it. It is, and, and you know, there's another element that's also come into play as well, um, especially this year, is the, the peer um, element. So there's organizations out there, at Gartner Peer Insights, um, there's G2, used to be G2 Crowd, um, there's Trust Radius, who are working very much with Omdia, um, who used to be um, open with part of Omdia. And that's something else that's, forming part of some analyst relations programs or certainly customer advocacy. And it's important um, for organizations to make sure that they have those really good peer reviews, but also the analysts are now looking at those reviews when they're doing their research, because it's not always so easy now to um, contact people or to speak to people um, with everything that's happened this year. So having peer reviews um, is just another thing that you need to factor into either your marketing or AR programs going forward. Mm, yeah, so just, <laughs> it's kind of an ongoing. It is. There's loads yeah. to think about. And I guess like anything else, there's loads of upsides, but there's also, um, you know, 
as the, the vendor, as the business that would seek to run a kind of program, an analyst program, there are some key considerations, aren't there? Because I know when we spoke before, to make it successful, you've got to be able to put the time in. And I know from talking to um, scaling businesses, yeah. often those internal teams are kept very lean and they're kept lean on purpose. That means that as soon as a big piece of business comes in or you're responding to an RFP, often the really senior people in the business, CTO, CEO, their time immediately gets sucked into that. So are there some considerations that you would want to highlight to people where you think, actually, you, you've got to be prepared to put this in to make any programme successful? Yeah, I think I think it's like anything in life. You know, the, the effort that you put in, you will see the rewards. And certainly with the analysts, you can't just think to yourself, I'll speak to them once a year and, and that's it. You know, the analysts are extremely busy people. Um, if you're thinking to yourself, you know, that they're, they're taking, um, I, I can't remember the latest statistics, but I want to say something like 350,000 um, inquiries a year or briefings a year. Um, obviously, that's not per analyst, that's all some that's of the bigger organisations. Yeah, they'd be really busy. Um, but, you know, they, they are back to back. A typical analyst day is, you know, they're, they're working on research, they're taking um, customer calls, client calls from end users, they're taking vendor briefings. They've got a lot of information to process. So being top of mind with them is absolutely important. And there's a few ways to do that. Um, so briefing an analyst, absolutely. Any good analyst will take a briefing from a vendor, whether they are a paying client or not. Um, because they're interested in what's happening in the markets and they want to keep up to speed with all the latest technology um, and aspects out there. Um, if you are a paying client with a lot of the analyst firms, you can also inquire. So you have the outbound briefing program and then you have the inbound inquiry program. And that's where you can gain all the amazing insight um, from the analysts. And that's really important because an analyst can only put so much into a research note from their knowledge, probably about 35% or so, and the rest is in their head. So having a conversation, you know, that is gold because you can ask them questions and they can give you their thoughts and opinions. And you may not always agree with their thoughts and opinions. And that's something, you know, a, an executive and a, a product management um, marketing person may have to accept that their opinion doesn't necessarily tally with the analyst's opinion. Um, and that, that's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully you can come to a compromise over time. Um, so yes, yeah, so briefings and inquiries um, really go hand in hand. Um, the other thing is commitment. As you say, you know, the investment in an analyst program is not all about money. It, it's about resource and giving your time. And if you can't give the time, I would probably say, don't enter. In, into a program because you won't succeed, you'll never be successful. But those people who do give the time, those, those are the programs that really start to see um, you know, good things happening. And the other thing I always say to people is if an analyst asks for something, or if you promise something, follow up. You know, I see a lot of programs where a huge amount of work is put into place preparing for an engagement, and then you have the engagement itself, and then it stops. And, and that's a waste of time, really, because nine times out of 10, the analyst is going to at least ask for the presentation to be sent to them. But they'll probably ask for maybe some customer information or some you know, product data sheets. And a good AR person should absolutely follow up immediately and encourage their spokespeople to follow up. Otherwise, that, you know, the analyst will move on to the next customer call or um, vendor briefing. And 
you're forgotten very quickly just because they have so much information they have to process. Yeah. The other thing as well, I, I was just going to say on that, sorry, just to finish off, is um, the, the credibility of, of the information that you share. You know, never lie to an analyst. They're smart people. They will absolutely 100% find out if, if you tell them a fib. And it doesn't help them because they're writing for the end users. So they want to factually um, represent you accurately. Um, be, so, so be credible with what you're telling them. Um, validation is very important. You, you know, you really must have evidence. And I think evidence is, is one of the big things. You know, if you have customer stories, that's great. You know, having a customer tell your story for you is probably far more credible than you saying it yourself. So, you know, all these aspects together um, to help you prepare when you go into an analyst engagement are so vitally important. And again, you know, that that is a big part of where the analyst relations professional will come in and guide the spokespeople so that they go into the um, session knowing who the analyst is. Um, I think there's nothing worse than talking to somebody and you have no idea who they are, what they do. And actually, the analysts find it, I think, a little bit offensive if you don't at least know a little bit about what they do. Um, and, you know, I, I often say to spokespeople as well, don't talk too much about the markets. That's the analyst's job. They, they kind of know that. You, you've just wasted five minutes of your time with them. But really focus on how you differentiate. That's what the analyst wants to hear about. What is different? because they've probably spoken to 10 other vendors in the last couple of days who do exactly the same. So why are you different? Why does the customer want to buy your product and how will it help them? Mm, so actually, what I kind of treat the analyst almost like um, a partner. If you, if, you want, if you want to engage in a program, yeah. it's, this is not a transactional relationship. This is building a longer term partnership and, and one, um, as you've really usefully pointed out, that can help influence um, the buyer side and the sales side as well, yeah. which is something that I, even I, and I'm familiar with analyst relation programs, have not been um, kind of fully into the detail of before. So um, I just written down a few words of note while you were talking. Be honest. Make sure that you've got the time. Yeah. Make sure that you follow up. And above all, if you want to get value from it, probably to be in a place where you can provide evidence because I guess if you're too early stage and you're talking theoretically you're going to get the market feedback side potentially but you won't actually be able to give any or get any validation of exactly where you're at from the analysts. Yeah yeah absolutely and, you know and I know we chatted about sort of the other day a little bit you know when when should you um, engage and and again it, it is it, it's different for every organization, you know, um, I've spoken to companies who are very early stage, maybe two or three people. And I said to them, you know, you, you don't need a full AR program at this time. But if you've got something that you think is slightly different and you've got some proof of concepts going on out there with customers, have a chat with an analyst, you know, just brief them because they will give you honest guidance and tell you whether this is something new. You know, they're hearing so many things all the time. And, and you know, I, I do sometimes talk to companies and they say we've got this, this new product, this new feature functionality. But then when they talk to an analyst, the analyst may say, yeah, I actually spoke to somebody else not so long ago and, and they have the same. So, you know, they, they are really great for validation, a little bit of a sanity check, just to see if you, you do have something that's a bit special. And the great thing is, if it is, they will soon tell you, and then they'll want to engage with you further. Fantastic. Well, 
Caroline, thank you so much for talking to us today. I think that's given us a real whirlwind tour of um, the world of analysts, that they are not they are not one and the same, they're not a homogenous unit, they are absolutely different. And I think like any marketing um, planning that you would do, it comes back to your objective, what you're trying to achieve, and then mapping things through from there. Very much so, yeah. And you know, I could talk to you for hours about this, as you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> And there is just that, you know, this is just kind of the, the tip of the iceberg. There's, there's so much to it. But, it, but it's not rocket science. And, it's, you know, analysts are good people. They're, they're there to support you. I know sometimes they get a little bit of a bad press, but um, if you get it right and if you work with them, as you said, build that trusted relationship, it, it can, you know, bear good fruit. So, yeah. Amazing. Okay. Thank you very much, Caroline. All right. Well, the sun has come out. It's shining in my face. So I will let you get on with the rest of the day. <laughs> Amazing. Thanks, Anne. All right. Thanks, Anne. Bye. Bye.